Alright, hello everybody. I'm Michael. I'm Mark. And this is Wee Wednesday. Wednesday. What are we calling this? Wee Boo? Oh, we don't need to coordinate. (laughs) So, uh, So just for a rundown, because I'm pretty sure a couple of people I've told this about uh, are uh, within the circle of anime pop culture and stuff. So, first of all, a Wee Boo is somebody who is obsessed with Japanese culture and who has taken it to an obnoxious extreme. Michael. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am what you call a normal fan. Yeah. The one who enjoys who enjoys the stuff it and the culture, but not enough to go, oh no, glorious Nippon steel, superior to American garbage aluminum. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh to tonight uh we'll be discussing uh the following topic of con etiquette. So hentai. Uh we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Oh, God. Uh, so I, f- I figured we'd start it off with our um, coronating first episode with uh, um, Mark. And me and Mark mm. have uh, gone through a lot of conventions of anime, uh, the, the anime strain. Michael has it currently still works at conventions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Selling shirts and other products. Yep, 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 yep. And we've been to uh, such conventions such as Fanime, Sack Anime. Which right. ones have you gone to more? Mostly just Fanime, AX, and uh, mostly the I, West Coast ones. Yeah, AX is like the biggest one on the yeah. West Coast, I think. That one's like sponsored, sponsored by yeah. like Sony and Mitsubishi. Still haven't done Comic Con, though. Have done WonderCon. Uh, yeah, well, if you don't want to con, Comic-Con is, like, the smaller, uh, more reasonable version of that, you know? Wait, you mean the other way around? You just said uh, Comic-Con was the smaller oh. and more reasonable one? Oh, no, no, no yeah. <laughs> WonderCon is the smaller, more reasonable version of, like, Comic-Con, you know? Yep, and San Francisco, for those who don't know, is, I'm sure everyone in San Francisco knows by now, but mm-hmm. we are getting a convention back soon. Yeah, which, I, which I'm also going to be tabling at. I will probably come visit or work with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see what they, we'll see how the future lies. Yeah, but, uh, so, con etiquette, uh, well, one of the, we'll, we'll start off with some of the most basic stuff. Shower. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely shower. Please. Just because you're amongst nerds and geeks and weeaboos does not mean that you have to, um, Smell like them. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's like, you know, uh, keep some decorum, you're, you're amongst your friends, which is great, and, uh, like-minded people. But also, you know, a little bit of personal hygiene goes a long way, because you're going to be in tight, packed halls with, like, 500 other fucking people. All of them are sweating. Um, Those would include the cosplayers who are in, like, seven layers of outfit. Yeah, who are, like, fucking uh, Cruella DeVille walking around with, like, a huge-ass fur coat. Or a space marine in a suit that makes him two feet taller than the guy actually is. Yeah, and he, like, fucking spent all of his money uh, replicating the bolter instead of putting a a inbuilt fan into his costume, which is a thing. It is a thing that people... That's a thing? Yeah, like... uh, That's like a 501st, which are like the Stormtroopers, uh, the Star Wars cosplayers. One of the big things they do is uh, some of them have inbuilt uh, fans, AC systems, into their uh, stuff. Holy shit. Yeah. Especially like high-end fursuits have those too. No, God. (laughs) Why do you know that? Uh, Is the clientele, Mark. They're they're, there. All right, I'm going to get in. We'll, all right, my topic on furries. That's another day thing. Yeah, well, or maybe day. later. We'll continue yeah, on with this. I mean, really, Mark, who is a furry hurting? <laughs> not me. <laughs> Certainly not you. He's scaring the children. Well, uh, okay. Those, all right, let's be honest. 
How do people find that suit sexually attractive? It has the, it has the most. It has the most anime. Uh, not animaniacs. The most freaking uh, Warner Brothers face. What? I don't what? Know. You enjoy some fucking people, Donald Duck? Yeah, actually. some people would like to fuck Donald Duck, Mark. And you know what? That is their choice. And uh, you as know long as they don't rub it into my face or don't walk <laughs> around in like a Donald Duck fucking feather suit with their ding dong <laughs> hanging out, then we're fine. We're good. All right. And you know what? I just realized Donald Duck isn't is. Disney. Yeah. <laughs> I um, meant Daffy. Yeah. Well, yeah, they probably have Donald. Oh, by the way, this episode is brought to you by the San Francisco Meadery, Bourbon Barrel Apple Pie Mead. Mm, yeah, and some Chinese peanuts. Yeah, we. If, I can't read the moon speak. Oh yeah. <laughs> but a- anyway, so uh, first, uh, first tenant hygiene. You know. Mm-hmm. Hygiene, hygiene. Second. Being pleasant, or at least polite. Yeah, be polite to people. Um, uh, you're gonna be at that con for at a minimum like two days, and you're gonna uh, run into like a bunch of people. Some of them, admittedly, are awkward shut-in nerds. You know, most pretty much. Yeah. If you haven't seen them before, there is a reason why the nerd culture has the stereotype that it does of yeah. the nerdy, nerdy, bad skin, glasses, lives in their parents' basement, and all that stuff. It's because there are a lot that do exist, and yeah. during convention times and the they, like they is when out. they come out and see the sunlight and shriek like Gollum, uh, uh, and like you know, converse with people. Because like, uh, admittedly, a lot of uh, a lot of the friends we know and like the people who meet our cons are actually introverts. You know, mm-hmm. they hang out. They 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 like to hang out at the house and stuff. And like and this, their their hobby is kind of like their escape mechanism from a terrible, awful nightmare world we live in. And, uh, you know, uh, some uh, some of us have unfortunately not been able to come out of, uh, you know, living out of the basement and... Or talk to another human being. Yeah. Besides and, their mother. And it's like, you know, if you meet somebody like that, show a little bit of patience, show a little bit of uh, cordiality. And if you're uh, that person, you know, we're, we're not asking you to uh, go out of your way to... Uh, change the way you are. To change the way you are, but, you know... Uh, saying hello, uh, you know, accepting a handshake or whatever. Just essentially be a decent human being to each other. Say hello. Don't go yeah. show me your boobs or oh, well, you're, yeah. you're, or just look, go up to them and like, your cosplay is doesn't look accurate. Now that That's kind of thing shitty, is yeah. one of the worst things that, that I've had happen to me as well. Yeah. To which I nearly punched out a classmate for that one. Listen, there was a decent amount of work put into it. And for God's sakes, we did it as a group thing, and I, they caught me alone. It was like, seriously? That's, yeah, that's that's shitty. It's like, uh, uh, people who cosplay worked on that. It, it doesn't matter what the quality turned out in the end, they worked on it. And it's like, you, you kind of take a little bit of a risk, even though if you're amongst peers wearing a cosplay, right? You feel a little vulnerable, you're like, oh yeah, I'm my character right now, whatnot. And exactly, the other thing about it is a lot of, it, for some of these people, it's a lot of courage to do this. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. are literally deciding to try and break social norm, put on the costume of a fake character, and going into a place just to, and to find other people who are doing the same thing, or and just having fun with it. Yeah, especially especially if you're not like you know the right race of the uh, character, or oh even my God, like that the right a, body type or stuff like oh that. Oh god, that is a whole nother. <laughs> yeah, and that, like that's kind of like fucked up to go up and it's like, hey, Carrie isn't black. It's like, what the leave her the fuck alone. <laughs> people. Yeah, like uh, be be reasonable to one another. You know. <laughs> This mead's actually kind of strong. Yeah, it's 13%. Wait, 13? Don't slug it, yeah. I thought you said it was 30. No. 
You lied to me. I said 13. I expected you to get shit-faced much faster than this. Well, there's still the whole bottle, Mark. <laughs> Alright, going back to the top. Yeah, so that's uh, number two, be, like, uh, I guess, uh, be a person and be respectful, which I guess leads into number three. Uh, one of the big things right now that are going around at cons, which unfortunately has been a big problem, which I find infuriating, is, um, cosplay does not equal consent. And a lot of people... Uh, this is an old topic, which anyone who's listening to this, I'm sure, has gone through the same spiel. But anyone who's new listening to this... Which, or at least people who don't know the cosplay community, which I know only people who are probably going to be listening to this are people who know us right now, yeah, and probably. we both have friends who don't do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, why don't you uh, take their hand and walk them through this field? Alright, cosplay is not consent. For those who are unfamiliar, it was a thing that popped up about a few years ago, and when I say a few years, it could be more. I'm not looking in front of a an encyclopedia of culture right now. Uh, basically, people have taken the idea of of women especially, which mm -hmm. is mostly yeah. this is yeah, mostly yeah, affected. Yeah. I'm sure some kind of have, have had it affect them too, but it's, it's let's, mainly, be, honest, let's it's be honest, it's, it's the majority women. of women. It's mainly women uh, wearing scantily clad outfits because the character wore a scantily yeah, clad yeah. outfit. Um, like you have the classic Yoko or Yoko from uh, Gurren yeah, Logan. Um, uh, what's her face? Morgan fr Morgan from Darkstalkers. Uh, All those Carrie, kind of yeah. Carrie, who's from Carrie? Street Fighter. Oh, or like the military spetsnaz or whatever. Kami. Oh, is it Cammy? Cammy. Oh yeah, Cammy. Yeah. Cammy. Yes, with her le with her leotard, leotard. and so camouflage legs. That is a leotard. Yes, that is okay. a leotard. Only way I knew that was a leotard. I, was. I thought at first it was a teddy. Because I've heard it uh, where it's just like you know a skin tight thing that is essentially just covers your chest and your uh, your pelvic area area. That's a nice way to say it. <laughs> yeah. but, right. but then I looked it up and it's usually just made out of fishnets and I was like, oh, hello, yeah. Okay, let's. <laughs> now we're starting to delve into the opposite of what this is supposed to be okay, about. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, that that was a tangent. Okay. Uh, but yeah. And then they started this whole, um, and a lot of cosplayers got, and cosplay photographers got together to start up this whole, mm, cosplay is not consent, especially after we had a whole bunch of creeper, co creeper photographers, yeah. fans who don't know the, don't know boundaries. Yeah, and the like, like groping the cosplayers and or stuff. Some or like people to the worst extent, you know, like it, it's gone beyond like cosplay consent and like there has been like cases of people who have ended up getting date raped at cons, which is shitty. Mm -hmm. It's super shitty because that's like, if you're a nerd, that's like the safest place you could be and then now that's been compromised. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, I do not feel the well, entire like, place you know, like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Especially at the rates those vendors charge. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, well, I'm talking about, like, the worst that could happen to you is paying, like, $50 for your Sharingan headband and, like, fucking getting called out because you didn't know Yoko was a redhead and you said it was mob. Or, yeah. or that Yoko is 14. That's right. She's underage. Deal with it. Yeah. Well, actually, like, I don't know if that's actually true. How old is Kamina? Who? Kamina, like, I don't two. know. I'm gonna be honest. They're all like, I noticed, and we're gonna get a lot of flame for this, especially from other people I know. I don't like Gurren Logan. I, I like it a good amount. I, I like. didn't like it at all. I don't like the, um, the just the the Deus Ex Machina that is that series. Which is everything. Yeah, which, which I like. It's just like it's it's the perfect turn off your brain anime, and it's just like. Uh, if Some you, of us don't like to turn off their brain. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I like, I get that. There's people who are like, I want like Ghost in the Shell, my anime, all the time. Well, not you Ghost know, in the, not the Ghost good. in the Shell levels. I'm just like, 
It might be on the best level for that is Full Metal Alchemist, which I will say is my favorite one. That's still Brotherhood. I, of uh, where I feel I hold that on par with Ghost of the Shell because that is good plot, good animation. Like they have good a world. good pacing in the story. Yeah. And, and like Gurren Lagan is essentially in my head the Japanese <laughs> version of Megas XLR, where it's it's essentially a love letter to like mecha animes, and it's like if you don't go in realizing that off of the bat, you're like nothing makes sense. But if you realize it's just like these animators getting together and being like, we really love anime and we want to make an anime to show our uh, anime waifu how much we love her. And, and like, we'll make her 14. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I keep coming back to this. Name an anime where like, <laughs> love interest is like over 18, Mark. Name one and I will t call you a liar. Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The fact that it takes you a minute to list off an anime where, like, the female protagonist is of an acceptable age. And, alright, here. Is it of acceptable age and looks the acceptable age. I am sorry, your nine-year-old wife who is supposed to be 27 years old. Yeah. Is bullshit. Uh, okay, like, I re I was talking to my friend uh, in LA and, like, uh, he drew Sailor Moon and what she, she would look like in actual real life. And, like... She wrote, uh, like, Sailor Moon looks like an Asian, like, 12-year-old. And it's like, oh, wow, Sailor Moon looks really young. And he's like, yeah, like, she's in middle school in the series. It's like, oh, fuck, that's right. I totally forgot that. Because in the American dub, they say she's in high school. And that makes sense that's, because of the way she acts. And especially with yeah. the freaking, um, what demographic they're trying to go for. Yeah. I mean, like, all right. There is, a, there is a fact of it where people say, oh, cartoons are for kids. The thing is, a lot of these companies do market their stuff and towards a younger audience. Because, honestly, that's where the money is. The money is going, Mommy, Daddy, get me that. Yeah. But you know what else is great? Uh, marketing to, to an audience that gets a paycheck, i.e. Uh, Mark and Michael, who are <laughs> slaving away in the pits of industry to, <sighs> to fucking claw, claw their ways to shitty uh, dollar tissue boxes and dojins that they can rifle through online. I, I'm sorry, you pay for dojins? No, I just pay for the tissue box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, anyway. Anyway, yes. so the cosplay is consent thing. It's essentially... <laughs> God, we yeah. delved on top yeah. of that real but The cosplay and consent thing is like, you know, it's not okay to go and grow people just because their character is like that or like treat the character Or if as, the person is brave yeah. enough to decide to go out and essentially the bro their bra and panties in public. Yeah, well, it's like, it's not okay, essentially, to uh, uh, put your hands on that person without yeah. their consent. And that, that, like, that's starting to go off to not just women, but also, like, guys who are like, hey, like, it's cool that you're, like, uh, into this character and stuff, but please, I don't like being touched, mm -hmm. and, like, it's not okay for you to grab at me. And really, when somebody says that, you should be like, oh, I'm sorry, I apologize, instead of being like, that's not in character. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Who do you think you I'm are? I'm sorry, but if you're an actor and you go up to try to bring a gun to, to, to Robert Downey Jr. and try and aim it at him and is going, expecting the Iron Man suit to <laughs> pop out and deflect the bullet. That is the same level of bullshit right here. You, you're a stupid idiot. <laughs> Just like, hey, Robert Downey Jr., when are you gonna cure cancer? It's like, you know I'm not really Iron Man. And even if that was true, Iron Man doesn't do that. <laughs> you want Hank Pym. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh, so he's gonna go beat his wife. For all you Marvel... He, he, well, I actually... I know, he did it once. Yeah, I haven't read Marvel, uh, uh like, th that far back, so I, I only know he, he laid hands on his wife, <laughs> but I, I don't know what the entire context of that was. Um, uh, he was incredibly stressed out and lashed out at his wife. <laughs> Okay, I was like, maybe it was mind control or some bullshit or his skull. It's like, no, he's just having a bad day. It's like, oh. It was a one-time thing, but they were trying, and let's be, all right, now we're delving into domestic uh, violence uh, issues. Okay, well, let's so Number three, cosplay is not consent. Treat cosplayers with respect they deserve. And, like, just, you know, if you're, don't be, and also don't be awkward about it. I know there's, like, uh, like, People who cosplay get photos taken a lot of them, and there's this thing called, uh, I, I think it's like ghosting or hovering, where like people <laughs> will take uh, pictures with their uh, person, but they're like too nervous to ask, it's like, hey, can I put my arm around you? Or like, you know, can we like, you know, do that shoulder thing where we both hold shoulders? Mm -hmm. And instead they just like hover their arm around the back, which just makes it super awkward. I find so, it hilarious. I know, love... Yeah, it's hilarious, but it's also awkward because it's like, you know, everybody's watching that and like you're just waiting for somebody to laugh. And then, like, everybody else nervously laughs, and if the person doesn't laugh, you're like, oh shit, that guy's really awkward, and now everybody feels kind of bad. I was feeling bad, and then there's, I'm sorry, you have to have, in my opinion, you're coming to a convention where people are dressing up like knights, dragons, furry animals, and other sorts of things. In my opinion, you should have some sort of, some sense of humor. Yeah. And I understand the clientele is an awkward, not used to being like, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not telling you to be like a uh, 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 bleeding-hearted. So everybody's entitled to their feelings, but it's like you know. But also, listen, in normal society, yeah. if you want to survive, a sense of humor is important. Hmm. To be able to laugh at what happens to you is good. Yeah. Yes, a parent, a family member dying, that's a tragedy. People shouldn't be laughing at that. Yeah. But oh, you slip, you slipped and fell in the bathroom, and your costume is everywhere, and you lay, and your face. Um, uh, I was about to say your head slams the toilet, but that's just a call to the ambulance. Yeah, that's, um, uh, it's like, we need to call 911. Listen, it's more like, uh, this kid comes to school every day dressed up like uh, Sasuke from Naruto and runs around doing the Sasuke run, and uh, one day he tripped and ate shit, and the school said that Naruto cosplays are a gang activity, and he said, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what is this? I, I was talking to somebody at a con, and at their middle school, there was this one kid who would always dress up like Sasuke from Naruto, and whenever he would he he wouldn't walk around. He would run around everywhere doing the Sasuke run, which is like leaning at a ninety degree angle <laughs> and holding your hand in front of your face. And like one day he tripped and ate shit, and the school was liable because it happened on their grounds. So they said he couldn't wear the thing anymore or have like a Naruto headband. And the way they got around that is they said that's a gang activity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, but anyway, just like uh, um, you know, just if you if you want to take a, a a photo with a cosplayer, just ask. The worst thing they can say is no. I'm like tired, not right now. Uh, you or, and you should or just like, okay. no. Yeah, or just no. And like you should be, you should be, you should respect that. People have taken pictures of them all day. They've had to hug people. Maybe they've been groped, which is shitty, but that's probably happened at every con. 
Um, so don't, oh, don't grow people. Don't, don't do that. Uh, coming on to that as well, understand, you should re be, take a moment before you ask someone to take their photos to read the moment. If you see someone dressed up and you like their cosplay, but they're sitting down at a subway eating yes. their lunch. Yes. Don't ask them then. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, they, yeah. This is their, it's just like at work. You're taking a lunch break. The last thing you need is, an, is a customer coming up to you like, hey, can I, um, could you show me where the tissue, tissues and lotion is? Yeah, uh, we'll, For personal reasons. We'll get into that later too but yeah definitely like i agree with you fully read the moment if they're talking with their friends and they're like sitting down and they're having lunch don't ask for a photo if they're like looking on their phone and waiting for an uber and they've got like a cart of all their shit from artist alley don't ask for a photo they've had a long day like uh show a little bit of compassion and empathy mm -hmm. people uh so I guess that's number four. Yeah. What was what number four again? Uh, uh, be respectful of cosplayers. Yep. Yeah. Um, number five. Uh, don't buy any food at the convention. Uh, <laughs> they will gouge the prices. Yeah. Most if you want anything cheaper. And this is the sad thing is, um, it is not just the convention that will gouge you for prices. Local industries will raise their prices. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Like I I joke about it, but I don't believe San Diego is like an actual city. I feel like it's a, if you've ever watched Aladdin and the Forty Thieves, San Diego rises out of the ocean every like a, a, a week out of the year, and all the buildings. Things are fake and inflated, <laughs> and it's like every single fucking restaurant in like a two mile block restaurant, uh, a two mile block radius around the Comic Con Convention Center, has become like a nerd trap. Like everything is just like Superman or and the 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 one bar I've seen that went above and beyond had like a, a painting on their uh, on their uh, on their glass awning in front of it of Elsa. And, uh, oh, what's, what's the name of the other girl in prison? Elsa and Ilsa? Ilsa? In Attack on Titan garb? And I was just like, that's a fucking crossover from two IPs. Somebody did their fucking research. But, um, <laughs> or they hired a, or they hired a fan artist and go, here, give us something yeah. anti-move. But, like, yeah, like, uh, expect to be gouged for, uh, basic amenities such as food and drink, so it's probably better that you go to Walgreens or something and get Even a Even then, I've yeah. seen, I've I've seen McDonald's raise their prices a dollar or two. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's 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 uh, it's nothing personal. It's business. It's business. Yeah. No, it's. But I, I would highly suggest do not buy anything on the actual con floor, food wise. You're Bring wasting, stuff with you. Yeah, you're wasting money that you could otherwise use to waste money on like, <laughs> your wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, like I caught myself. With this. You're wasting precious money that you could be using to buy that like articulate figma of your wife food. That or that body-sized pillow of yeah. a fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Like the worst I've ever been is like uh, Arizona Convention Center, which is fucking hot. It's Arizona. Like the entire <laughs> You mean the desert? Yeah. It I, I'm sorry. Those climate conditions are basically saying is God telling everyone going? Yeah, You're not supposed to live out. here. Yeah. It, it was okay. So it was a hundred. It was a hundred degrees. Um. We bought like a three-dollar pallet of water at like a Costco. And it's like, you know, 24 uh, Aquafina water bottles or whatever that shit. Mm -hmm. So we're bringing it into the hall, and the whole rover stop is to say, hey, you can't, you, you can't bring that in there. You can't bring outside water into the convention center. And I remember my response because I was sweaty as fuck because I'm wearing a three-piece suit because I'm a dumb idiot. <laughs> and my response was I blithered out, but we'll die. 
<laughs> so we ended up, we had to ditch the water and we had to buy bottled water inside the convention center, what? which is $5 a bottle. <laughs> so you had to, like, we, for $3, we bought 24 bottles, which we had to abandon on the con border, like cocaine. <laughs> and then we had to buy $5. We spent, we, we spent over $100 that weekend just to keep ourselves hydrated. Oh my god, no, that is the same level of bullshit as Uber on New Year's Eve. Yeah. For those who don't know, um, uh, Uber raised their prices to the highest they have ever been on last new year's eve i should know i was at i was at michael's house that night he was kind enough to invite me and my girlfriend over for uh new year's eve dinner dinner. and we tried to get home because it was like across the city both of us were filled food and it was slightly an iffy neighborhood as it was um and they the price just to go i what was equivalent to like what Two miles? Yeah, across the city. It was $50. Jesus, fuck. Whoa. And that is not even the highest thing. People started posting online the prices. There were people who woke up with $500 charges on their account from Uber. Because that's, that's surge, man. There's surge, and then there's gouge. There is just doing shady shit like that. So you want us... This is literally, in my opinion, it's a message to like going, listen, we literally say don't drink and drive. New Year's Eve, the night every adult is drinking, every grown adult is drinking, and we're trying to get them, please don't get into your car, please don't crash into the thing, please don't crash into an orphanage. We are now preventing you from being able to do that by upping our prices to like $200, and that's if you even notice it. Yeah, I feel like we should have like a late night muni for like New Year's Eve or whatever. Well, no, it's not, uh, this isn't just a California thing or a San Francisco thing. Yeah, it's everywhere. This is an everywhere thing. This yeah. should not be a. But they're like a privatized company, and they, they can do, do what they want. want. And like, you know, if you don't want the service, then you they, they you can like not do it. But anyway, let's stop talking about our Shadowrun dystopia that we're going to soon live in, and like continue to talk about arbitrary things such as anime. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll, so, yeah. I'll put away my little tiny robot and... Yeah, so that was uh, number five. Um, no. Oh, yeah, number six, hydrate. I like, uh, like, you think I joke about this, but yeah, you're going to be at a con for like oh, three yeah. days and stuff. You know, hydrate, eat, um, you're, or you're going to have like a bad time. You're going to end up passing out on Sunday. And let's put it this way. Heat stroke is a real thing. The yeah. minimum you get yeah, from that yeah. usually is brain damage. At Comic-Con, they literally have EMTs, like, scurrying the edges of the hall because, like, every... Like, I read a paper somewhere where it's, like, every 30 minutes somebody drops out and faints because of either heat stroke or dehydration because they've either been waiting in line or just been, like, so aghast. I just need to see the Adventure Time premiere! No, shit! Yeah, you joke about that, but, yeah. I know. Yeah, fucking (laughs) Hall H, because San Diego is hot. It I, is hot. I'm sorry, but to me, that is a little... There's a small part of me that's like, this is Darwinism in action. <laughs> this is showing you there are more important things in life than just trying... Or just trying to watch the latest you're, episode you're, of Adventure Time. a 16-year-old anime waifu shouldn't be, like, your pivotal priority at this moment. But, but... If but, you really want it to be, pay the extra $10 for two bottles of water. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which again goes back to my point number five, which is buy all of your supplies off site. Um, <laughs> Go to Safeway, hide it in your bag, hide it in your cosplay. Yeah. The hotels don't give a fuck. Oh, oh, number seven. Uh, if you're sharing hotels with people and strangers, that hotel, you should treat it as better than you treat your roommates. 
because you're all going to be living there, and if you live on a salary like me and Mark, or you're a teenager or whatever... We make less than your standard public high school teacher. Yeah, uh, you guys are probably going to be packed in there to, like, 13 in a room, so coordination is important. You know, tell each other what's going on, so, like, I don't have to, like, open the room and somebody's banging on the bed because I... <laughs> or shitting, shitting in the sink! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You think we laugh at that as a joke? It's a real thing. Michael had to live with that. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in an After Hours episode or whatever of this stupid thing that we're doing. Um, anyway. Yeah, um, like, uh, show some respect to the people that you also, like, are bunking with that weekend, especially if you don't know them. Especially if you don't know them. Don't just leave your shit all over the place, you know? Um, clean up after yourself after you use the restroom, be courteous, put the seat down, um, put your last, towel up. Last thing you need is your, is someone in that room deciding to go, oh, oops, I accidentally stepped on your new call, your, your 12 month taking cosplay. As yeah, exactly. Like, uh, store your stuff, uh, store your stuff away where it's like, it's safe from other people. Um, uh, and just like lay down some ground rules and just be like, hey, I don't want people banging in our hotel room, uh, uh, here. And if that's going to happen, please at least have the courtesy to text everybody. Don't, don't come back for the next 20 minutes, please. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah, literally just like, hey, don't come up to the hotel room for the next half hour, please. I'll be doing things. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll be in your bed. Oh, <laughs> well, if, like, there's 13 people to a hotel room, it will be, the like, the only bed in there. <laughs> be warned, hotels also know this. They will raise their prices just like everyone oh, else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a cosplay season to them. Is about as good as holiday and summer season is in Disneyland. Yeah, they you will expect to find seven hundred dollars or for a um, good room, good two bedroom, two bed bedroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would almost suggest Airbnb because it's slightly more convenient and it's like instead of a hotel room, you would be in somebody's house, but that's a mixed bag. Um, the con I went to before at Fanime last weekend, I made a hotel uh, Airbnb reservation, and that motherfucker canceled on me two days before the weekend. What? Yeah, yeah, he canceled on me two days before. No explanation, just like, sorry, bro, I can't give you the room. And it's just like, what? I, I have nowhere else to go. And Airbnb was like, oh, shit, we're like, we're super sorry. We can give you some credit if you, like, want to mm -hmm. just, like, instead of, like, asking for a refund, we can give you another reservation. I was like, okay, that's great. And I looked around, and there's nothing in the area for, for under $300. And Airbnb <laughs> gave me a, a credit of $12. $12. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. you get your refund? Yeah, I got my refund. The refund takes five days. <laughs> yeah, so I was... What did you do? Sleep on the on the floor? Uh, no. Uh, luckily, since I am friends with angels, uh, my friend who lived in uh, San Jose found out that uh, my Airbnb canceled, and she was like, "Oh, you can just crash at my house and stuff." And I was like, "You are an angel. You are the light of my life. Thank you so much." And I have to send her a care package or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna send her. Or a check package. at the very least. Well, I treated her to dinner, like, yeah, a right. couple of times. But, like, I like I really appreciate that because I was literally last minute. I was like, fuck, I have no money. I literally have no money. Now you have a bunch of yeah. money. Oh, uh, um, It's like payday for Michael. No. Um, <clears throat> he bought the meat. <laughs> um, so do you think there's any more from uh, the Congoer side that we need to talk about? Congoer. Let's uh, see here. 
Uh, yeah, be courteous. Don't be too loud at the convention center. I know it's like loud already. Honestly, I think it's the off all talking, but I have nothing left. No. Well, if we come up with something, we'll, 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 we'll figure bring it, it back out. Up. So, um, now from the other side, uh, from the perspective of somebody who's worked at a con. That's all you, baby. Yeah. So, uh, number one, if you see a person behind the booth eating their lunch, don't ask them for help. Like, uh, okay, like a con day for uh, people who are working behind the booth is usually like 8 to 12 hours long with uh, little to no breaks, and so it's, it's usually non-stop. It's usually just you. Yeah, and it's usually just like two or three people servicing like uh, uh, around 30 people at the booth. <laughs> oh. You alright? Yeah. I'm a puss. Oh. <laughs> so, uh... Don't, it, that 20 minutes when those people behind that table get to have food, please don't go over and ask them to help you out. Especially don't snap your fingers and try to get their attention like that they're happened. a dog. Did you, did that happen to you? Yeah, and it pissed me the hell off. It's the only time I've ever yelled at somebody at a con. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, please don't do that. That's, uh, first of all, that's disrespectful. You wouldn't do that in another restaurant, like, in a regular restaurant. Okay, let's be honest. And if you do, you're an asshole. You're the scum of the earth. I have worked the restaurant business. People like you make me want to strangle people. Yeah, Strangle you in front of all the customers. And the only thing the same thing is, (laughs) my manager would watch, and they would smile. Because they know it was justified. Because I was a good employee, (laughs) and I say was because I got a new job in my actual major, and I'm happy about that. Yeah, yeah, just, uh, don't do that. If you want to get their attention, be like, excuse me, or like, uh, uh, a a polite hey would be great. Or just Um, wait a few minutes for them to, yeah, wait, just go, excuse me, and then wait a little bit. If, If you see somebody eating their food, give them, like, 15 minutes, do a circuit, there's other things to see at the con, and then, like, come back. Your shirt's gonna be there, whatever your print's gonna this, be there. This yeah. most, let's put it this way, anytime that they, if there is for some reason a, uh-oh, we've only got 10 left situation kind of thing of the super product, they're usually gonna not be eating at that time. Yeah. So anyone who's at least somewhat intelligent, at least always somewhat business-oriented will realize, okay, listen, I just put this up, I'm probably gonna get swarmed, I should probably not eat right now. Yeah, yeah, we, we prioritize a little bit better than that, so it's like, uh, if you find out we have a limited uh, amount of something, we'll, like, we'll probably be working when you want it, and if you want it, you should, you should get it. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like, sometimes that isn't like a stupid uh, 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 salesman check. It's like, oh, we only have, you know, four left. It's like, hey, we really only have four left. And when you come back later on Sunday and you're like, I want this thing. It's like, you don't have it. Actually, don't get mad at us. It was your goddamn responsibility. Oh, yeah, that is another good thing. I I should go back to the con goers side of advice. Then buying your waifu product. Oh, all right, here's the thing about this. I've been to enough conventions and spent probably about nearly as much as my college slush fund on stupid products. You disgusting trash. It's okay, I do too. <laughs> you just, yeah, because you sell that disgusting trash. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but here's the thing about it a lot of the product that they have as nice about conventions is. You should be very mindful for what you buy. That that generic Naruto headband, those Akatsuki cloaks, those Sailor Moon little schoolgirl outfits, 
there are plenty of those in stock. They are, let's put it this way, a lot of those people are buying it literally from a warehouse and reselling it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He can attest to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those wallets, those other things, those are not, those are going to be resold. The true stuff, if you want to find something unique, or at least something limited, you are either going to be spending a ton of money on some import from Japan. Yeah. Or you are going to buy, or you're going to be an artist alley. Yeah, if you're, if you're, um, if you're going to buy something that you want that's like actually handmade or like, uh, Or just different. Yeah, or different. Artist alley is the place to go. Uh, the, uh, big thing. Patronize Artist Alley. Go over there. You will, I guarantee you, 100% of the time, if you're at an anime convention, you will find something you love from an artist out there who has, like, put sweat and time into something. It could be something, like, stupid from a Shrek auction. Oh, what? Yeah. I was, like, one guy at a anime this year had a Shrek auction where he drew, like, shitty pictures Drink. of Shrek. Michael, drink. Yeah, so he had a Shrek auction. He just had, like, a 50-cent construction paper, and he was drawing on it with Sharpie, and it ran anywhere from 25 cents a bit to $300. And I I said that man was a monster, and there were these three girls at the booth he was sharing with, and they're like, it wasn't us, and I pointed at them, and he said, but you let it happen. You stood by and watched this monster peddle his filth. And, like, one girl put her head in her hands, and I was like, yeah, you better be ashamed. You did this. Where is he? Because I'm buying this one. <laughs> but, yeah, if you... If, if you're going to be insulting, at least be funny. Yeah, if you, if you really want to, like, find something that's like, oh, yeah, this is, like, the cutting edge of anime or whatever, go to Artist Alley. Like, uh, find something there. Hell, even find something original that isn't, like, fan art of something, and, like, buy that from, like, that person. And, like, I will tell you, 100% of the time, that artist, that person working behind that table, will be thrilled that you even gave their booth a look. Just, or even just, like, throw them a kind word and be like, hey, you will buy them great. lunch. Yeah, or, or, oh my god, they're like, you know what? If you buy me lunch, you get a free print. No like, shit. I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> if anybody's an artist alley and they find uh, Michael there with his little cardboard booth and you buy me lunch, I'll get you a fucking free print. I will sign and stamp that and I will kiss that seal and hand it to you and I will give you a hug. I'm surprised you won't go so far as to ma mark your territory on it after that speech. What? Well, you're going to jack off on their print at that point. No, that's like super special service. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, listen, yeah. I know you're hurting for money, but you have contracts now. <laughs> you don't need to do those favors anymore, Mr. Blowjob Bucks. Okay, all right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway so uh, like, don't bo like, don't bother people behind the booths when they're clearly on their break. Um, another thing, form a line. Form a goddamn line. Yeah. Because usually at a table, there's... Two people working at it. If you're lucky and you've hired, like, you know, five people to work a booth, fine. But still, form a goddamn line. Because you know what? This isn't the Dark Ages where people are drinking shit water. This is 2016. And you can put two and two together and you're like, maybe I should wait behind this person while they're doing their purchase instead of sidling up next to them and demanding what I want. Speaking of that, that also um, <laughs> going back to the, there's also a thing that you can that people don't think is creepy, but it is kind of creepy. Is the is the person who hangs out at the stall all day? Okay, yeah. Um. So, oh, going back to Connecticut, please don't do that. 
Please don't do it that. Just, please, Michael, describe it better for people who don't quite understand what we mean by so, that. So the company I work for also uh, uh, does merchandise for a couple of uh, internet celebrities, YouTube stars and stuff. Well, I'm not going to name names. Um, but occasionally we do have people who are super fans. Uh, they come up, they, you know, they take up a bunch of time in front of it. And I, I'm just going to say this right now. It's cool that you like this person. It's cool that you're supporting them and their art. Please do not take an hour talking to that person. I understand that you like them. I understand that you like all the stuff they do. But you also have to understand that that person is the person selling the products and they cannot sell their product and they cannot interact with other people if you are taking up all their time. Especially so if you linger around the booth and try to uh, cut into conversations while they are trying to do a sale because that makes the person uncomfortable. And I've had several clients that I've worked with who I've had to help sneak out of conventions because of this. And it's, it's not fun because it's like, also, like, you have become that person that is the reason why they will not do conventions anymore. There are a ton of people I know who do, like, uh, internet stuff, anime stuff, and reviews. Unless you're Vic Mignogna, where you'll kind of go to every single fucking convention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, uh, they won't go to conventions anymore because they've had, like, these really bad experiences where, like, this person will just not leave them alone. Don't, don't be that person. You know, if you, if you go on a strain with a person and it, the conversation is natural and stuff, like, give it maybe ten minutes max. Ten minutes. Yeah, something like that. I remember reading that something like that happened it was a little Karibo or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For those who don't know who that is, the, he is the person who does the Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge and is seen as the grandfather of the bridging subgenre of yeah. YouTube. It's funny because he also, uh, well, we'll get into that later, uh, maybe. Uh, but, uh, yeah, don't, like, ten minutes max, and then once you, if you look behind you and there's people patiently waiting in line and they're looking at their feet and shuffling around with the money they have in their hands, um, be like, oh, I'm sorry, uh, I'll let you go for now. Um, would it be cool if we talked later? And that's like a graceful way to kind of opt out of a conversation. And, you know, the person behind the table will appreciate that because and they have a job to do. And that job is to sell their brand, to talk to other fans. They appreciate that you love their stuff and that's great. But it's like the more time you take out of them is the less time they have interaction with other people. And honest to God, they're more likely to say yes to that thing if you are if you yeah. show that you are human and treat them as a person, not as like a statue in a museum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Treat them treat these people like people. Don't treat them like art or like the your waifu. Yeah. Yeah, they, they your are, wife who has plenty of time for you in your imagination in your bedroom with your lotion and your t tissues. They oh my god! Yeah, oh yeah. But anyway, they yeah. Need more mead. All of these rules also apply, especially so if they're like a person behind the table who is like uh, internet famous or whatever, because uh, chances oh, wow. are they're especially tired. They have to talk to every single person that goes up to their table, and they do have to deal with like occasionally people who are like. Uh, fans who will just not let them go. 
So if you catch yourself doing that, I've given you your easy out. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, uh, I'll let you talk to this person. If you want, we can talk later. And just opt out, shake their hand, say thank you, I if, love your work. Then you and go if you really want to, get back, get go to the back of the line. Yeah, go to the back of the line. You've earned. You'll earn your weight. You will let them deal with other yeah. people until other things come up. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's um, see. What we've got? Oh, what else is there? Oh, we can cut out this dead time too. So I'm just gonna take a sip. Yep. No, we've we've finished our mead. I am sad. This was actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. Okay. So you like mead? Yeah. No, uh, I, I like this mead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, we can also have it hot and like you put spices in it, and it's pretty good. It's kind of like alcoholic uh, I don't, cider. I don't like sp hot drink. Oh, you don't? Well, it can be like warm, but I like mead is supposed to be drinking hot. But this was pretty good. Um. Oh. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, N number two, if you're a con goer and you're, like, attending and talking to somebody who is, you know, famous or something at a con, like, be respectful well, once again and, like, understand that you are taking up their time that they are giving you. Um, another thing, don't shit talk artists at Artist Alley. <laughs> That's just rude. <laughs> like, I I've been in lines for artists to be like, oh, hey, this is really rad and I want to see it. And somebody will walk up and say, that's not the right art style. It's like, of course it's not the right fucking art style. Every artist has their own goddamn art style. That's just shitty. Don't shit talk the artists at Artist Alley. They are fragile butterflies and you are ripping their wings off and how dare you. If you want to really do that, if you really do get off on ripping off the wings off of Michael's back, do it online. Yeah, do it online. I, I can take it online because nobody will be able to see me wrapped up in my blanket and crying. <laughs> we do not... I'd like to know we do not promote the degradation of artists. We yeah, are just please don't. being honest. <laughs> oh, please don't. <laughs> and you know, if the artist actually has some, like, uh, 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 mean stuff and stuff, don't... Like, I, I, I wouldn't say, like, don't call them out of con. I mean, if somebody has, like, stuff that's clearly stolen like, pirated art that they've just, like, copy and pasted from somebody else and you recognize it, tell the con people. Tell the con people, go over to them and say, like, that guy over there is selling stolen art, and they will remove that person from the convention. Really? Yeah. I didn't think they, they'd care enough. Yeah, yeah, in Artist Alley, they would. If, if, like, if you go over there and you tell them the place, because then the con loses face. Okay, there's Khan loses face, but here's my question. Yeah, and they also lose money because it's like, we're like... There's stolen merchandise, but here's the thing. Yeah. I am not... I'm trying to not be like the devil's advocate right yeah. now, but I'm trying yeah. to be like, there are people who are out there trying to ruin each other. That's true. This is still a marketing competition, and many people will try and get rid of their rivals. There have been moments of where people will accuse, accuse each other of stolen art when nothing was stolen. Yeah. So my question to that, Michael, is... Do con do the con goer do the con people actually care about enough about that, or will they take the benefit of the debt, take the benefit of the debt, give the benefit of the doubt to the person reporting it and get make someone lose out on what is potentially a few thousand dollars? Well, it's not like they'll go over and immediately eject the person. They'll do a little bit of like uh, searching demon art and stuff, and it's not really. That they have that much time. It's not that if you're a con person and if you're an artist alley, yeah. Because usually, like, the only complaints you'll get at, like, Artist Alley at, like, a, a con will be like, hey, this this hallway's too clogged. The fire marshal says, like, you have to move people out through this way. There's cosplayers over here taking uh, pictures in the middle of the hall. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's what the con staff are there for. So if, if somebody does that, they they will they won't just eject you out. To to my best of knowledge, if it's a good season con such as Fanime or AX, they won't just eject you on like a, a frivolous accusation of art theft. They'll actually look into it. Hmm. And if they don't eject you out that year, you will be barred from every other car in attendance. So don't be an art thief. You know? That's just a general thing. It's plagiarism. It's illegal. Yeah. Especially shitty if it's like a person or artist. Because that person is in. Uh, most of the time, they're not a super established artist. Like they aren't Rebecca Sugar, you know? Who? Oh, the person who made Steven Universe and stuff. Oh. Yeah, yeah you fanboy. Yeah, Steven Universe is a good show. Yeah, I, I, I can't get into the singing. Listen, we get it. You're friends. Goddamn, move on. We'll, we'll, do, we'll talk about that another time. But yeah, it's like, if you have gripes about something, tell the concept because that's what their job is supposed to be, you know? As- this is the Guardians, where usually the, the 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 volunteers you'll find at best they'll they'll report you to someone higher up the food chain. Yeah, because like, honestly, those guys are literally just there. Can I see your pass? Cool. Yeah, they're um, they're, they're, they're to attend the con as in proxy. Yep. But uh, con staff are if you're at a good con, they've been at this for years. They know what their homework is. They they if they're if it's a con worth any of its salt, they'll go over and they'll actually look into it. Especially if it's a super small con, because then it's like, it's not a logistical fucking nightmare. It's like, oh, there's 10 artist tables. This artist says this artist stolen. Let me go through Google and find the Tumblr or their DeviantArt or whatever. Because that's all listed. If you, you, you don't just like go to, I want to go to Artist Alley. Here's $50. Here's my table. I've Xerox all of these things and I've printed them out and I'm selling them for $20 each. I thought now, that was your entire business model, Michael. Uh, no, well, <laughs> not copy pasting like, you know. Rad, like, I don't go to Google and I don't look up rad anime high DPI quality and then I go to FedEx Kinko's and I print them out. That's insane, Mark. I don't walk around conventions with a backpack and be like, and, and up to women I found attractive and I'm like, hey, put on this big brim pointy hat, this ill-fitting shirt, this ill-fitting black dress and take off your shoes. That's a crazy person, Mark. Yeah, that's Michael, not that's me. what you you do to women you pay and meet on the street. I don't know. First of all, I do not have enough money to do that. Michael, <laughs> these women, many times, you can find a decent deal. No, Michael. Many of these people can't go home. We are cutting <laughs> Anyway. Like, you have a choice in that matter. Any, anyway. Anyway. Show, like, show respect to the artist at Artist Alley. Don't, like, don't don't shit talk artists. That's just a shitty thing. Also, show show respect to prostitutes. I mean, you're giving them money for a service for God's sakes. No uh, need to oh demean God. them. They, they are employees. They are employees. They are self-employed. Yeah. In a risky business. Well, not in Nevada. Nevada is prostitution is legal. That's an actual employee. You you are paying for a service. You got service respect. You don't go over to Giovanni's and like go and say, "I would like a five foot pizza," and then spit on the waiter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that no it hasn't happened at my place before. Well, that, that I, I I'm pretty sure like somebody will be like. I will, I will say the pl- the pizza place I worked at had the most spoiled customers I'd ever dealt we'll, with. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about shitty customers on another podcast. But uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, 
Yeah, uh, that's one of the things. Form a line. Don't bother the person when they're eating or like when they're clearly like engaging with some other people. Don't shit talk the artists. If if you don't like the art or if you don't like the product the person is making, you have a choice at the con to just like, oh, I don't have to be in this line. I'm gonna go away. Like, why are you wasting your time to berate somebody? Uh, All right, moving on. I yeah, think they get the picture. Yeah, let's see. Uh, I'm right. trying to think if there's anything else that uh, I... Like, if not, I'd l <coughs> I think we should move on to another topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so, uh, anyway, what is the name of that? Uh, uh, for uh, All that, right. That's our con segment for now until uh, we eventually come up with something else we want to <laughs> talk to you for about. For now, that. let's talk about the manga I f we forced each other to read last time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, For anyone who listened to our last podcast, we gave each other recommendations on... Or not so much recommendations. Manga we kind of forced on to each other. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah that was uh, That was in our, our rare episode, Weeaboo Wednesday's Raw Dog. Now, here's the thing about that episode. Michael recommended to me an, a manga that we had already, already read. And I have been working an eight-day work week this week, and I had no time to do it. So, Michael... Yeah. What did you think about the two manga I recommended to you? Okay, well, first of all, I've already forgotten both of their names because they're in Japanese. Okay, give me a second. I will yeah, let's uh, give, give us a second. Well, this will be edited out. Yeah. So to, to, to you, this will be like a second. To us, it will be like five minutes. So Welcome I, back. Yeah, anyway, this is the part of the podcast where uh, both of us recommended uh, manga to each other. So I recommended a Mark uh, manga that I thought he would like. It's called Dungeon Meshi. He, uh, Mark is uh, uh, expectedly a busy person. He worked two jobs at the uh, asking and the recording, so he hasn't gone around to it. I, I work a couple also, but I went out of my way to try and read uh, two of them. I gave you easy ones. Well, yeah, you did. Um, that That's... Well, easy in is that there's five there's 355 chapters. Yeah, 355 chapters that are one page each. It's That's 355 pages. pages. Yeah, well, first of all... That is one graphic novel. Uh, Dungeon Meshi is... Well, maybe actually it might... That was literally like 30 pages a chapter. Yeah. Well, and there were almost 100, if I'm mistaken. No, there's 27 chapters. There are 27? Yeah, there's 27 chapters. Clearly, the meat is talking for me. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and anyway, so uh, Mark uh, recommended two mangas to me. I'm going to butcher both of these names because I did not study uh, Japanese school. I studied biology. <laughs> Anyway, so it's Tomachan Wada Ononoko, uh, and he also recommended Marine Corps Yumi. <laughs> so uh, I read uh, Tomochan uh, Ononoko, first of all, and um, Mark, why did you try to strangle me with this fucking rag? <laughs> this fucking rag that I fell in love with. <laughs> so, Welcome okay. to my life. So, uh, Tomo-chan wa uh, Ananako, I'm just going to truncate it to Tomo-chan, is, uh, it, it seems like a high school manga about uh, a romance between uh, the girl Tomo and, like, uh, the guy he likes. She. And, uh, uh, she the guy There's she no likes. yaoi. Yeah. This is uh, no free. So, so uh, Tomo-chan is, like, a tomboy, and, like, it, it's actually, it started off as a very, it's like, oh, will they, won't they thing that I've seen, like, 500 times before. But I like that it actually characterizes uh, the characters and gives them actual motives. So, uh, Tomo-chan's, like, a tomboy, and she falls in love, essentially, with her childhood friend, which is, like, this dude. And he doesn't understand at first that she romantically likes him because she, he, he's he been her friend since childhood. Let's put it this way. Yeah. I think it was until they were like eight, 
he didn't even recognize the fact. No, it wasn't until they were in middle school that he realized that she was a girl. Yeah. So it's like, um, it, it, it's a very one-way relationship for a while as her friends are trying to convince her. It's like, oh, you should be for more feminine. And like, it's this, it, it's actually this interesting look into like, oh, this guy likes her because she's like strong and masculine and stuff. But like, he only likes her as a friend, but she's like totally into him. And then later he starts to slowly realize it's like, oh no, I'm in love with my best friend, but I don't want to be in love with my best friend because they're my best friend. I don't want to lose my best friend. And actually, you know what? I was like, that's a really good motivation for like an actual like... That's, a, that's real. Yeah, that's real. It's like, I don't want to like date my best friend because I don't want to lose my best friend because it's like, there is like a step between it's like becoming somebody's friend to becoming like a romantic relationship. Because let's be honest, yeah. all of us who've been in a relationship can be literally, there are stuff you can't tell your boyfriend or girlfriend. Mostly because it's usually like issues you've had with your boyfriend or girlfriend. But usually once your best friend, there if there even is any issues, you're usually just like, you're already shouting at each other about the, it. The stakes are kind of like lower. Yeah. So, so it's like you, uh, there's almost this mutual respect of it's like, Mark, I fucking hate you. And you're like, Michael, I hate you too. It's like, all right, cool. Let's, uh, let's clean. Let's, let's fucking clean. Burn in hell. Yeah, burn yeah. you, son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. So, oh. But like, you can't really say that to you. Like, well, to, like, you know, in, in respectable society, mm-hmm. you can't just call out your partner and be like, Meredith, you fucking bitch, put the seat down when you go and take a shit. Meredith. Stop, stop, stop leaving your fucking tampons all over the bathroom floor. That's disgusting. I slipped on one and I can't tell if the blood on the floor is mine or yours. Like, you can't do that. That's that's upsetting. You also get jealous of your of your new wife, your new 3D waifu. Oh my god. You yeah. get to the point of where, oh, they're hanging out with another guy. Oh no. If it's your best friend, you really don't care. If it's you generally don't care. It's like, oh, they have another friend that's this person. But I know I'm yeah. the number one best friend or we're and still I, close. I, I like that the manga actually kind of tackles that where it's like uh, she gets jealous if um, he hangs out with his friends and if he has like friends who are also girls. No, here's the thing that I found more hilarious. He got jealous of her. Yeah. Because this, her, later in the manga, she, she joins the karate club and the karate club's... Um, top person, the captain, is a guy. A small, effeminate-looking guy. Yeah. Who I, takes, also, who takes I, a huge respect to her, because she is yeah. that, a better fighter than him. And I like that it doesn't go with the traditional manga route of, like, creating a love triangle. It's, like, the, the admiration between, like, the karate captain and Tomo is, like, of pure respect and admiration. He's not romantically into her. He sees Well, they kind of hint a little bit at it, but, like... Yeah, they do, but it's, like... It, they it, never it's follow not, through. Yeah, it, it, it's never followed through, so it's, like, it, in my head, it actually sees uh, as more of, like... I really... I'm really into this person, not romantically, but I'm really into this person because it's, like, I respect and look up to them. And mm-hmm. I was, like, oh, that's actually pretty interesting because he's upset at, like, the karate captain, but he doesn't understand why. And it's, like, <laughs> I like he's that because idiot. it's, like, that's actually playing at, like, a middle school, like, a level. I, I have They're no empathy. They're supposed to be high schoolers. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I have no empathy, so I don't understand why people are feeling this. Why do I feel this way? <laughs> I'm a man. I don't have feelings. I don't understand these things. Why do my pants look, like, tense right now? <laughs> I, I feel the need to be private for a little while. Yeah, anyway. 
I would actually recommend this ma uh, this manga. It, you can find it online um, if you can support like the manga artists. It's essentially like a weekly. It's a weekly, and literally, if you you'll take a first look at this, you can find it on Manga Park. I think MangaHere.com. Those two sites. I well, Manga Park. I know you can find it on because that's where I found it. But um, here's the thing about it is you'll take a look at it. It'll be like 350 p chapters. The thing is, whoever's been posting this has been an idiot. Or at least, or it's just a weekly, like, newspaper comic. Because I think that's actually, a, a, like, how they're dictated as, like, their chapters. But nonetheless, each chapter yeah. is one page. Yeah, so, so, a single page, four-panel manga. Yeah, it's essentially, like, 300 pages, so it's it, it's not a slog. I, I spent two days reading it, essentially, between, like, work and stuff. I read it in a single sitting. Yeah, well, like, I didn't have a single sitting. I was, I was reading it on my lunch breaks and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's actually, like, if you want a low, low stakes... Genuinely funny, like not uh, not really haranguing anybody, like manga about like romance between like um, a middle school. Like I, I would recommend this. I I give it uh, five gold octagons. You know. Oh, God damn. Yeah, five God. five gold octagons. I also like uh, the English exchange student. Oh, like the oh the, the, oh, the airhead. Yeah, uh, but she's not. She like scored top of her class, Mark. I, the I social how, airhead. I, I love how like shitty she is too. Just like the, the the three panels of her just like smiling, and then like her hand coming up and making the B side. Like, <laughs> I I actually really like her a lot. I, All right. I like besides her, too. I do also like the um oh, the like most the angry yeah, best the friend mastermind character. Yeah. I like oh my god, she is really and her mother is. Exactly the same way. Oh, but their dad is like super, like uh, he's all butterflies and good feelings. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's cute if you if you've been reading like other mangas that are a little bit heavy. I would suggest this is this a is a great concert. light manga, yeah, something yeah. that you can use to relax and just don't take it too seriously. Enjoy. Yeah, it's it's like super low stakes. It's essentially like uh like. This is no Nisekoi. Yeah, it, it, it's like, I, I, if I had found this when I was in high school or middle school, I would have enjoyed this a lot more, you know? Okay, this does bring me up onto another topic that I do want us to um, deal with in the future uh -huh. for another episode, but we'll talk about that later. For now, yeah. Marine Koryumi. So Mark uh, recommended to me, Marine Koryumi is also, uh, I think, a, a weekly single-page thing. I will say this before, I recommended this to him on a joke, because as I was trying to find the Tomo-chan uh, manga for him, this came up as one of the most popular manga at the time, and I thought it was hilariously trashy and asked if he would read it. Yeah. I didn't think he would. So I, I read it because, you know, I had faith in my friends, and I realized that faith was misplaced. <laughs> when, when you handed me wasn't a manga, you handed me a piece of shit wrapped up in a newspaper rag <laughs> that somebody wiped an orangutan's ass with and wrote manga on it with like a shitty sharpie that they found in a dumpster one day that's covered in fish. This was trash. <laughs> this was absolute trash. I, Did you read its entirety? Yeah, uh, first of all, I th it's not translated properly. It's in English. <laughs> like, I, they don't use real the country's names. Like, Japan is referred to as Nippon, and America is referred to as Amerigo. And I was like, what That's really the? what it is in Japanese? Amerigo? I don't know. Really? I don't know. Uh, 
Oh, this is Weeaboo. We're supposed to know about Japan, not America. <laughs> but, okay, essentially, uh, the entire plot is, like, there's, uh, uh, this girl just graduates from uh, high school, and her friends are asking her, like, oh, what do you want to be? And she's like, I want to be the president of America. And they're like, you can't be the president of America. So she travels over there, and then she joins the Marine Corps, and it's absolute trash, Mark. It's absolute <laughs> trash. Okay. It's like a slice of life manga uh, if you were from the point of view of somebody who's just entered basic training from the Marines if everybody was like an anime attractive busty woman essentially and as we all know that is not the case of the Marine Corps otherwise no, our recruitment things would be a lot not, easier Mark you don't <laughs> walk into like a Marine Corps and say oh hey this is your yeah, this is your crew the glorious five foot like Donna Noble and uh the big the large busty glasses short haired girl who was very sexually active but very shy. Uh, no, that that hasn't been uh, uh, revealed in this uh, manga oh, yet. Oh, that's but just I'm pretty wife, sure though. it's gonna go through. There's like the Mexican girl who's super short as like uh, the main character who's Japanese, uh, but oh. she's got like a, a bigger breast than her. Then there's the really tall, like a blonde American girl who's also got like huge boobs. And then there's like the, the token black girl who's like the sex fiend in the group. Wow. You did this to me, Mark. <laughs> you you did okay, this to me. Okay, uh, no. I arrested no, this. No, you have I, no I right. Like, oh, you have I, no right after no, introducing me to T-Rex Chan. T-Rex Chan <laughs> is a fucking treasure in the rest of how dare you. It is a piece oh, of shit attempting <laughs> to masquerade as a love manga for, for designated going, ha, huh, alright, we've come with the monster manga. Monster Masume is way too popular. Let's try something different. I know. Let's do Dinosaur Girl. And no, I am sorry. It is not like, oh, a girl with a few scaly features and some big teeth. No, it is a torso of a woman. It is dinosaur legs and tail with breasts and hair. You don't have to deal through a fucking middleman and say, oh, she's a dinosaur from the, the waist down. This is awesome. No, it isn't a dinosaur from the waist down because it also reaches into the arms yeah. and sometimes the head. Yeah, it's awesome. No, it is, it is a piece of film. <laughs> So is Marine Corps you, you, but at least, at least fucking, uh, she's a T-Rex, has the, has the balls to admit, it's like, this is a crazy universe for your director, versus Marine Corps Yumi, which is like, I'm a Japanese citizen that's suddenly in the American Marine Corps. If you really want that, read Gate. No. Uh, I, I give uh, Marine Corps Yumi two black triangles. <laughs> Oh, I think I'm starting to figure out your rating system. It's shit. It's <laughs> trash. I would flush it down my toilet if I didn't think it was going to clog it and flood my apartment. <laughs> also, it'd be a waste the of The entire water. thing is in We're English. in a drought, Michael! <laughs> the entire thing is in English, too, which bothers me. <laughs> I'd like to note I never read this. I saw it. I thought it was trash. I thought it would be perfect for the piece of trash that I know. <laughs> I, I look at Mark and I say, oh, okay, clearly this man has some taste in anime. And I've that's all out the window. I've thrown it all out. I'm sorry, but what about Tomo-chan? Tomo-chan <laughs> is... Oh, wait, which one's Tomo-chan? Are we talking about uh, the uh, like the middle school girl who just went into high school and she's like super socially all awkward, or is it... No, we're, ta we're talking about the fucking tomboy. Oh, that one's actually really good. I know, and that came from me. 
And uh, I a broken that. clock is right twice a day, Mark. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this broken clock gets it wrong on when it's trying to predict the number 13, which it doesn't have. Like, I didn't read that piece of shit. I really thought I put my friend through this torture. <laughs> Mr. I think Mr. Irene the Slayer's hentai thinking it would get better after 32 pages. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that pissed him off. You cannot fault me for that because that was 14-year-old Michael. And 14-year-old Michael is a dipshit. I'm gonna say that right now. Past Michael, you're a dipshit. Past Michael, past Michael would not tell, stop telling us the story at Fanime, alone in the room, of his page-by-page -page description of a Slayer's scat hentai. <laughs> I had faith in humanity and the artist. <laughs> faith in humanity and the artist. I'm sorry, but after the first two chapters are scat, the third one isn't gonna be is not gonna be vanilla. <laughs> well, that was a great learning experience, you know. Anyway, let's move over to our next segment. Hentai. Uh, well, maybe not that one first. Do you want, do you want to do, like, the, uh, global, uh, Glorious Nippon <laughs> Okay, yeah, you're right. We'll just talk about something a bit more serious. Actually, it's that, and I want to talk about the, the popularity of Sundaris, a.k.a. Oh. the bully. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, uh, for those of you who don't know, there's, like, uh, specific character archetypes in manga, such as there are character archetypes in, like, American media. So, uh, Mark, take it away, what is Sundari? Alright, Sundari, as I like to describe, is the lovable bully. This is the girl who berates you, says you're trash, doesn't respect a thing you do, but once in a while will blush and show some signs of affection. It's essentially like, isn't it like elementary school logic? Is why yes. is he being so yes. mean to me? It's like, oh, it's because he secretly likes. Yes, you. exactly. Yeah, this but it's exactly. like in adults. Yeah. Exactly, or high school students. Because yeah, no manga features. Like very few manga feature college students. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But here's the thing about that. <clears throat> Let's be honest. Would you really want to go out with a girl unless you get hard on by when a girl sh screams at you? Which I did read a hentai, which was amazing. Oh <laughs> of literally, of where um, a guy falls in love with a Sundari character. She finally agrees to sleep with him. And as she's starting to turn from the hard side to the softer side, he's like, No! Keep yelling at me! What? Excuse me? Keep yelling at me! I can't keep it going if you, if you turn to the soft, slushy pillow! Well, like, in, in reality, you know, nobody wants to be with a partner that's just me to them like 90% of the time and then nice to them like 5% of the well, time because they're... that's an abusive relationship. Well, let's be honest. There are those people. And yeah, but... No disrespect to what you like, but... Just be safe. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, that's, you know, the, like, that's a consensual relationship. I'm talking about somebody who's, like, genuinely, like, 90% of the time is mean to you, and then, like, 5% of the time it's like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna be, like, tender and nice. It's like, that is an abusive relationship. Seriously. I'm not talking about, like, consensual with your, your time. It's like, hey, you know, it'd be cool if, like, you yelled at me, like, half of the time and stuff, and, like, put your foot in my mouth to wake me up. Like, I'm, I would be down Or literally that. punch me constantly to the point of where if this wasn't an anime I'd be in the hospital yeah it's like you know like I like I like I'm down with that are you down with that and like they say it's like yeah like I'm, I'm told like I'm diamonds for that it's like okay like let's let's do that and like, then you get then you get a heel on your crotch yeah okay all right Michael, like, enough fine. of Michael's like, sexual that's, fantasies. That's whatever you do uh, in your bedroom and, like, your life, and as long as it's consensual and healthy, you know, good for you. Michael, we get it. We, we get it. Yeah. 
But moving on, for some reason, which I personally don't understand, the Sundari character is one of the most popular archetypes in Jap in Japanese anime. So much to the point, the best example I have for it is Persona 4. Persona 4 went just fine with most of it, pretty much not having a Sundari character. Uh -huh. um, they had different characters, like a flustered character and the elegant character, the one who is very, very tomboyish, and the man who is not, who refused to admit that he's gay. Yeah. I love you, I love you, Kanji. Kanji is best character. That, that's actually, like, a really good character. I like that his entire arc is, like, him coping the fact that he, he can be, like, gay and masculine. It's like, that's well, it's really not even good. gay and masculine. It, just, as they realize, it's not really gay, because the shadow kind of went over the top. It was more, it was more along the lines of, he likes things that weren't so usually socially acceptable that a guy would like. Yeah. He loves knitting. He does. He loves cute things. Yeah, he, like he, he likes doing like feminine stuff, and it's like he uh, like it, yeah. it's like that's that's good. It's like that's actually like a good character study. Now here's the thing. I wish they went more into Persona the Four. Variety. Decided to came up with Persona Four Golden, or as I like to call it, Persona Four New Game Plus, mm. um, in which they pretty much. It was the same storyline, except they skipped past a lot of the stuff that was already covered. It was mostly filler, and they decided to add in this new character, Marie. Now, Marie is your basic fucking Sundari character. Mm. This character that has no memory, gets very pissy when people, like, embarrass her at all, and that she is very confident about herself, which I'm all for a confident female character, but yeah. to the point of where she just berates it, and literally... I'm not in for, like, a bully, you know? Yeah. I'm up for I'm all for a confident girl, but like, there, there's a difference between like confidence and being like self-assured in your actions or narcissistic. Like, yeah, and somebody who's bully who's a bully. Another example of this for those who like Nisekoi is Chitoge. For the most part, she is mostly a Sundari character who refuses to, to refuses to realize her feelings for most of the series that she likes the likes the bean sprout. Or the main character. Okay. <laughs> Most manga have this, and here's the thing: when the popularity contests they release come out, these characters usually come on top. And yeah. honestly, I don't understand. Many times, and a lot of the times, lots of artists designate the Sundari character is going to win the the harem war, so yeah. to speak. She generally gets the guy, which I don't understand. Is it like? Is it the idea of, like, a, the male chase of, like, you, m many guys, and this is true for many guys, they, they like the girl that, ah, uh, fuck you, computer, stop making noise. Um, many guys like the chase. They like, seriously! <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> fuck you, McAfee! Go in go burn in hell! But, a lot of girl, a lot of guys like this chase of the girl that they want to try and get. It's not handed to them on a platter like the the sweet girl that, let's be honest, that most of us would kill for. A sweet girlfriend who cares a lot about the main character and honestly thinks about them more than herself. Oh yeah, that's also kind of like the anime version of the manic pixie dream girl, you know. The manic pixie dream girl. Have you never heard of that archetype? I never. Well, that that's a that, that's an American archetype that people got sick of real quick, and I hate it too. It, it's like, have you ever seen Five Hundred Days of Summer? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that so movie that was depressing. Yeah, that's that's where the manic pixie dream girl archetype came out of, which is like uh, this character that's just like she's she's essentially just in it to like uh, provide a romantic interest for like the main character and like be like whimsical and stuff but that's all her character is and if you think about it if you met somebody like that in real life where it's like oh hey I'm gonna go off on like a trip for like two weeks and not tell you it's like where the fuck have you been are you okay and stuff or 
Wait, we're dating and you did wait what? Yeah, it, 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 it's kind of like this. And you went with your best friend guy. Yeah, it, you are now dating him, and you and he has become an evil ex. Oh well. Oh, sorry, I'm talking to Scott Pilgrim. I, I don't think Ramona qualifies. <laughs> no, not Ramona. I was talking about um, Ivy or whatever her name is. Envy. Envy. Oh no, I don't think she qualifies as a manic pixie dream girl either. No, no, she no, no. Scott Pilgrim was a lot better written. That's why. Yeah, like a manic pixie dream girl essentially is like a female character who's solely there to provide like uh, interesting character traits for the main character to like because the main character is very bland. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. Who's usually a uh, a dude? Mm-hmm. And it's like the Japanese variant of that is the very loving girlfriend who's like only in there as like the logical uh, um, choice. Yeah, the logical choice for the male. Character. And let's be honest, probably a lot of us would pick, and be, they are delicious and innocent, and I would. Do well, well, like that's thing. the reason. Uh, why I'm a like, bad person. That's the reason why they're there. Like they're specifically engineered to be like that. And real life usually is like large, far more with glasses and a short. Usually, real life is oh. far more complicated than that. <laughs> Waifu. Oh my god. Anyway. Yeah, I, like, I feel like that might be just because it's like, that's the trend right now, which is like, uh, mean girls. I guess, but like, recently I remember hearing about the quote-unquote marshmallow girls, which I think is a little offensive. <laughs> what is that? Marshmallow girls. There was a recent popularity in like, kind of like chubbier girls. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Which I'm all for, like going, hey, push for everyone. Everyone is lovable, but kind of like... Our new body types. But the like term marshmallow, marshmallow seems yeah, a that bit seems, fucked that, up. That seems a little derogatory. Okay, I can... In, all right, on a literal level, that's kind of a nice thing of way of putting it. Yeah. But when you think marshmallow is also a fatty, sugary But kind it's of, also kind of like uh, you're describing the, the sole character of like that female character is like, oh yeah, she's like, she's got a little uh, like meat on the bones. This like, is why BBW is a better term. Oh, well, I would even say that people trouble you because BBW is exclusively a term I think you use to look up a type of woman on a porno website, Mark. Let's be honest. You're big, beautiful women, man. Yeah, I mean, like, if you say it like that, but it's... But like, that's what it means. Yeah, I know. I know that's what it means, but it's like that doesn't excuse the fact that that is solely a term I only know <laughs> because that's a category on porno websites. XNXX. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyway. Seriously, check it out. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Regardless. um, But I I think it's like a... The mean, abusive girl who is friendly from time to time is eh. While Nisa... um, I'm trying to think of other manga that have this. Um, Anyone who's read Samurai Deeper Kyo, I give you thumbs up. That was my first one as a child. The main character, Yuya. But honestly... That was a character who was, she started off as this, like, strong tsundere of where she's, like, she thinks she's the best and all that, and then delves into a world of samurai with over-the-top, like, shonen anime powers, and now this girl who was a- Wait, is this, is this the, the weird borderline hentai anime about, like, breasts being currency in Japan? What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know, there was this one seven feel Japan that I thought was, like, an actual, like, samurai, like, seven no. samurai anime. And then the main character is, like, this really big booby like, samurai lady that no. she finds her chest because apparently, like, boobs are, like, the currency. No. And I don't understand how boobs are 
the crazy because they don't get cut off. They're just like if you just have big best, you you inherently have yes, like a static amount of money. And I'm like, how does this fucking economy work? <laughs> Do they take a liposuction needle and just pull the no, boob out of you? It's just literally off of it. So, oh, she's got like a D cup. Uh, uh, clearly, her economic value is five hundred over somebody who has a C cup. It's like, how does this? Dictate economy. Does that is she the currency? Is she the bank? Like, uh, do you like, sell this? Do you trade? I'll give you three d d d breasted women for that car. Yeah, yeah, it's like a really confusing anime, and I'm like, I realize I'm like overthinking. It's just supposed to be like this stupid fantasy world where it's like, oh, all of like the 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 society is like uh, uh, obsessed with cupside. Which, if it was cleverly written, I was like, oh, this is a scathing critique on like anime today. <laughs> But it's not. It's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got other manga. I'm just trying to think of other secondary characters. I'm I'm buzzed and drunk right now. Yeah. Well, so do you, like, do you think maybe that's because it's like uh, that's uh, like I, I, this I, is I, not. Here's the thing. This is not a new thing. This has been around for a long time. But now, admittedly, the Yandere characters, a.k.a. the crazy love characters, the ones who go, pretty much the crazy love, who love you with all their soul, and if you ever cheated on them or decided to break up with them, they would murder the other girl or you. Now, I'm all for girls with a little bit of crazy in them, but, yeah, that's a bit much. Well, like, Yandere is supposed to be, like, the ultimate extreme, where it's like, the if you slip up once and you forget her date because you're talking too long with that other girl in class... Someone's gonna her. get knifed! Yeah, did you see the Yandare simulator? Yes. Uh, that, is, that, is a, that is precious. Yeah. That is hilarious. I like it a lot. And the fact that they have it voiced now as well. Oh my god, okay. I remember that being on, uh... Um, Steam. Uh, no, I remember that being on, like, uh, V when it first <laughs> came out, because, like, the developer was on there. God damn it. But, uh, anyway. <sighs> yeah, I, I think if maybe it's, does, like, that's just, like, the flavor of the year or whatever. I, it's not It's not that... Also, another example of this, uh, what's-her-face? Uh, Sword Art Online. Uh, what, like, the main girl, Asuna. Asuna. Asuna, well, uh, like, Asuna transcends from being... Yeah, admittedly, yeah, alright, here's the difference then. There was character growth. Yeah, though, like, that's the thing, a Sundari character is only a Sundari character if that's their, like, main qualifier. Well, I, my, I disagree with that. I say that, like, they can be Sundari and then evolve from there. Yeah. In my opinion, it's a Sundari character or whatever your archetype is. That's where you start from, not where you end. Yeah, exactly. It's like if your character is only, like, their only personality trait is like, I'm gonna be mean. And then when you're not around, I'm gonna be worried about you. Like, that's kind of like a shallow character. Especially, like, you only have one trait for your character. It's like, I'm the hero and I'm always gonna be courageous, you know? Mm-hmm. Or I'm gonna be edgy. Yeah, it's like, I'm gonna be an edgelord. It's like, okay, Sasuke, we're looking at you. Yeah. Alright, Seth, uh, I don't know, Seth McQuarrie or what? No, Seth McQuarrie is like a, a fucking... Who? Uh, Seth McQuarrie is the guy who did Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars concept art. He's... That man is a treasure. Um, Reefer from Overwatch? What? Reaper from Overwatch. Well, yeah, I, but I feel like he's supposed he's designed specifically to be the edgy character. Which like, I am glad he is my favorite character because I love playing the flanky and I'm going to shuck in you in the back of the head style. And I've, 
I'd like to note I have made him the least edgy possible. Yeah. He is now a Mexican mariachi um, player. Oh, so you made him from edgy to racist. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't make the skins. And he is Mexican. I didn't, I didn't make the skins. Is he? Yeah. Oh, wow. His okay. name is uh, Gabriel uh, Reese. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I need to play Overwatch. Dude, Overwatch I, is a treasure. I, is so I, I don't fun. think my computer might be strong enough to run it, but Get we'll it. see. I, like, I, I, I just, I, do, I don't want to drop like $60 on a game 40 right bucks. Is it 40? Yeah. Oh. It's 40 bucks for the core edition. If you want to pay 60 for all the extra bibs and bobs, then you can pay 60. Oh, what's in the extra? No, just extra skins. And oh, okay. Extra. I don't need that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. All right, all right. So that's and stuff right. for all the other Blizzard games, essentially. Like, but, yeah. yeah, anyway, it's, like, character development is, like, important, like, throughout uh, any, like, cultural, like, story. Okay, oh, yeah, no. Uh, like, Char American, Japanese, anime, like, regular TV. It's, like, you can't just keep the character, like, as a static personnel. No, okay. Yeah. I, through a lot of my college, I was pretty much being trained as a... Um, filmmaker, uh, movie editor, um, as well as pretty much writing critic. Yeah. Like, literally, I pretty much took a... I, I took two, essentially two minors, just I didn't put the paperwork through, but I took all the goddamn classes in psychology and in English. Okay. I, I am... Uh, writing, to me, is very, very important for a story. One of the reasons why I do kind of enjoy Nisekoi, of where many can argue where, ha, and I do see that side of it, but there is some character growth in it, especially with various characters, like, you had the one, if you haven't read this, right? No, I haven't. You should read it, it's rather entertaining, right. and it's very much fun in the place money on who's gonna win this waifu war. No. Um, but, uh, but there's also, like, I, I do feel it's, like, you can be highly educated and, like, it's, like, I, you know, I like Dune because Dune is, like, a really cool <laughs> set out world. What? Sorry, I just, I, I know Dune in the whole of, oh, space, space Jesus. Yeah, well, like, Dune is, like, super seminal as a science. Like, Dune is what Warhammer is based off of. Dune is, uh, set the tone for Star Wars. Like, Benny Gassid are essentially, like, female Jedi. Uh, Dune like is like a huge. You don't see it, but it's like severely the the inspiration of Game of Thrones. It's just Game of Thrones and Go House Tylaxu. Uh, it's a good house. It's a good house. I'd like, I, yeah, I know you'd like Tylaxu. Their them and their biological research. Yeah, Tylaxu is cool. They they weren't in the books, but it's like I I, I I like Dune because it's like a super high bar and it's like high concept. Yeah. It's like a very thought out world. Nothing in it is arbitrary. It's like why are people using like. You know, s space guns, and then, like, there are people using swords and stuff. It's like, oh, it's because everybody has, like, personal shields. And, like, shields can deflect high-moving, like, uh, velocity things. But like, AKA kinetic barriers from Mass Effect. Yeah. Which like, I'm sure they pulled from. Yeah, but, like, they can't deflect, like, daggers and, like, that is because they move too slow to block the frequency. So mm -hmm. it's like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Um... But I also like Six String Samurai, which is absolute trash. And, like, I only like that because it's, like, the cool, the factor, the rule of cool is so high. Because Buddy Holly's a fucking samurai walking around the post-apocalyptic wasteland trying to get, like, the throne of the dead king, which is lost, uh, which is Elvis. And it's, like, the plot is shown to shit. The kid in the movie kind of ruins it. But, like, Buddy Holly kills, like, 50 Russians in it in, like, one scene. And it's awesome. Um, uh. So it's... Like, On that Dune concept, I will still vote House Ordos as well as a major house House vote. Ordos is good, too. I, I, I still really like uh, House Atreides. Just I because knew it's you like, would, I'm, you fucking goody-two-shoes. Yeah, because House Atreides is, like, rad! 
red. Like, yeah, they're red. They get shafted through the entire book. Yeah, until like Paul becomes the mod dev and fucking yeah. Ram Sandwich up the Potashai Emperor's ass. Yep. I mean, until then, the it, literally House Atreides literally takes <laughs> the fall for the, all of the emperors. It's literally a parallel to Game of Thrones. It's like House Atreides was the only house that was playing fair, and he gets shafted by Baron Harkonnen, uh, who, who is working for like the bigger like who's Emperor. working for the bigger thing. Uh, so, and then you have was Ordos actually in the book? I no, Ordos is not. The only two big houses in the book was like uh, Atreides and Harkonnen. And, Harkonnen. and Wait, then there's the Padishah Emperor. Where did they? When did they add in those extra stuff? Uh, that was the Doom game. I love that game. Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, on a separate note, uh, on a lunch break uh, yesterday, I literally spent the entire thing like coming up with a way to conflate Dune with uh, the song California Girls. What? <laughs> uh, Arrakis girls are unforgettable. Sharp crisp knives and steel suits on top. Spice kiss eyes so blue they'll blow your mind apart. <laughs> it was super stupid, but I was really proud of myself. I mashed these two things together into a super niche thing that only one person will find funny. And you know what? If you're that person, you're my friend now. <laughs> you Welcome to the fold. Um, oh, God. But yeah, I think uh, the... Uh, oh, crap, I got some playing with this. Yeah, uh, I think the Sundari archetype is just like an uh, archetype that's just like super popular because it's like... Um, it, it, I, I feel like it's an easy character rung to grasp, and like it when it went employed correctly, it can actually uh, lead into like good character development. Toradora. Yeah. If you haven't watched that manga, I mean, watch that anime. I, watch. I, 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 I'm not. I watch thought you it. were, It's quite good. I thought you said the Tora for a moment. The Toradora. I, 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 I watched a while when I was younger, but honestly. Um, I might also be remembering it through nostalgia goggles as well as through mead goggles right now. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's just like kind of like uh, what's most popular right now. I guess. Yeah, hey, like, what's well, most well, popular well, right now is essentially trash. Yeah, it's always well, been trash. I'm yeah. looking at you, let's, Monster Musume. Uh, let's let let's not lie about our uh, uh, lying interest, Mark. We should we essentially instead of sitting in chairs right now, we should be by your dumpster wrapped up in like uh, trash bags. We're talking into two tin cans. All right, Michael. Should we talk our trash? Uh, well, uh, do, should we, uh, discuss, uh, some, uh, Eastern global politics right now, or, like, what's going on? Uh, that feels heavy. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, maybe uh, another one. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put that segment in later, like, Nippon News or some bullshit like that. Nippon News! Well, not, like, parentheses doesn't just deal with Japan. <laughs> <laughs> you just really want to talk about China making islands, don't you? Well, I want to talk about China making islands and China basically turning into like a fucking cyberpunk dystopia state. And like all happening while nobody's like paying fucking attention to China. Hi, welcome to Nippon News. <laughs> well, I'm your host, Mark, Mark and your co-host, Michael. Michael. Uh, 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 okay, so uh, we'll, we'll cut it out if we, if we wanted to. So, one of the things that I found out, um, uh, aside from uh, just watching uh, Filipino news and finding out China's been fucking building islands in other people's sovereign <laughs> territory, and this bullet, like, it almost feels like 
a StarCraft player building bunkers way into, like, the other person's territory. Just, like, go. Go for it. I've got fucking lurkers, like, up the ass. Just, just I dare you. But but uh, China's also incorporated this new thing called Sesame Credit. So, uh, Sesame Credit is essentially if you took Facebook, Amazon, Twitter, and uh, LinkedIn. And, and, cr- and your credit score. Yeah, and your credit score all put together in the one thing. And, like, instead of a credit score, it rates you on how good of a citizen you are in, in like, the complete government context. So, it's like, uh, let's say you start out with 500. If you uh, retweet something that's like, oh, hey, like, you know, uh, the government's doing pretty good lately, you go up by 50. If you buy, like, local source stuff in China, you go up by another 10 and stuff. And there's actual real-world rewards for this. So, like, you could get discounts in shops. It's easier to get a house if you're, like, you know, a citizen score is really high and stuff. Um, But it can go down. And it can go down if you, like, uh, import anime from outside of China or if you fucking uh, say, like, anything bad against the government, your score can go down. And suddenly it's harder to get a house or harder to buy a car and harder to get, like, a passport and all this other stuff. And the scary thing is it's also linked in all your other friends' Facebooks and stuff. So it grades them based on you. So all of a sudden there's, like, this cycle of, like, hey... You guys are all, like, crazy unpatriotic people because your patriot scores are all, like, to, like, 200 and stuff. Now, this doesn't seem to be, like, a problem right now because it's just a funny thing to show. It's like, oh, hey, check it out. I have a patriot score of, like, you know, uh, or, like, I have a system credit of, like, 200 and shit, and I can't get a password and stuff. And that's kind of funny until 2020 when the system becomes mandatory for all Chinese citizens. And seriously, if you have one of your best friends from childhood turns into kind of like the your classic um, college student, anti-government, pro-super-liberal yeah. kind of thing, you could that could prevent you from getting a mortgage on your house. Yeah, it's like there's actual real-world ramifications. Like, there's actual backlash to this. So it's like... It, like, the system enforces, like, it, it's kind of like the softer hand of, like, a total dictatorship, where it's like, instead of a military going in and knocking down on your door, it's like, hey, you'll do what our rules. It's like, it's completely on the citizens, where it's like, hey, like, fuck Mark, he says bad things about China, I want to be able to buy this car, and I want to go travel around, so I'm just gonna not hang around with him and unfriend him, and you know what? Your credit score goes up. Like, that's kind of like, fucked up. Seriously, that is... That's scary. Out there starting the whole... Personally, what I hope for is it gets bad enough of where those, you know, those secret black hat kind of hackers just come in and just go to the point of where, oh, we can change people's scores. Let's make the president's score, like, zero. Well, I'm pretty sure that's gonna be, like, a thing where it's, like, you can go behind the doors and, like, uh, uh, be like, oh, hey, um, I need, like, $200 more, like, uh, 200 more points on, like, my Sesame score and stuff. And it's, like, this the system is linked into everything you do because it's like Sesame is a uh, uh, Sesame Credit is a subsidiary of uh, Alibaba. Oh, Alibaba! Yeah, it's uh, a subsidiary of Alibaba, which is like the Asian Amazon, and it's also a subsidiary of uh, the same company that owns Riot. Really? Yeah. So, like, they, they are in everything in China. So, it's, like, your gaming media, your shopping media, your social media, and, like, your personal business network. 
So it's like you cannot escape it. And it's like that's kind of terrifying to think about yeah. because it's like if China sets up that and becomes mandatory in like think, four years. All right, think if that was in America. Yeah. And let's put it this way. Um, if you said who would determine something like that? Like especially in America where we've got liberal and Republican. No. Who would determine that? Would it be the liberals or would it be the Republicans? Because in the end, it's just literally going, oh, you're a Republican? All right, we're just going to give you minus 300. Oh, you're a Democrat? Let's give you minus 400. Look, what yeah. if it changes every time like a president comes in and yeah. all of a sudden like that one Think friend of Trump yours who, gets elected. Yeah, what if that one friend of yours who keeps running his goddamn mouth on like everything political suddenly keeps dropping your score by like 50 points like every week and like yeah. all of a sudden you're, you're ready goes up and like your credit cards like your credit card scores like you have to pay more on interest because like you're a liability you know joe think of it this one you got the fucking social justice warriors who will literally just ruin you and, like everything is like connected to you and like that's a frightening system that is no about. longer freedom of speech that yeah, is literally no it's like that's the scary thing because it's like it's freedom of speech because you have the right to speak but you will be alienated for it because the system rewards people for thinking like a certain way without being like hey you have to think like this it's way more subtle well this is chi this is why this is china and not america thing. yeah well like they they don't have a freedom of speech clause in their constitution. Yeah, well, it's like, let, let's not trick ourselves. China, uh, China is a country that is wearing the skin of a communism, but is like probably the most effective capitalistic society in the uh, world right now. <laughs> yeah, probably. But anyway, that's been Nippon News. Uh, if you want to check it out, uh, just look up Sesame Credit. I, I learned about it from um, uh, uh, Extra Credits. I really should like I've done more research, but I just got off of work and I've got a belly full of meat and peanuts right now, so And I think right now I think it might be time for us to call a night on that terrifying notion. Yeah, uh, so you know, uh we started off with some uh uh anime stuff. Uh, and like, then we know. got into this. Maybe next time we'll talk about the new e 3 that's been going around and yeah, the lies that companies will tell us to sell their product. We're looking at you, watchdogs. And we'll still fucking buy it. Yeah. I won't buy Watch Dogs, though. I never bought the first one. Yeah, it, it was a neat, like, I, I saw Watch Dogs and I almost thought it was going to be like, oh, is this like the future Assassin's Creed? Because hmm. it looked like that, and then, like, uh, it, feel, I, it looks like that. It but felt like it, yeah. I never played it. Oh, yeah, I'm just remembering fucking your comment when you did the Comic Con you first, and you were playtesting Skyward Sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The uh, delicious looking demon witch, demon, demon lady turns into a man. He's not a demon lady, he's like, just a demon man. Yep. And he's got a really long tongue and he like fucking molests Lacey here with it. I was like, and he pulls, I did not expect and now he, to My favorite him. part is his battle armor is he pulls off his jacket and pulls out like a tank top that reveals his nipples. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I. This is a wholesome family game. <laughs> what are you doing, Nintendo? Uh, <laughs> like, I, you've revealed my ultimate form. Like, he's just got an erection through his guitar. It's like, I, what am I playing? <laughs> All right, on that note, let's end it for tonight. Thank you for listening, if you even did. All right, uh, it's time for us to close the trash can. Uh, and let the garbage man take, yeah. it, take it away. Till we'll, we'll see you next Till next garbage day. Yeah, we'll see you next Wednesday, weebs.